0: Showdown tonight, you guys. Huge showdown in Milwaukee. I'm flying up to cover it. Can't wait. Mega awesome baseball coming up. Oh, wait. Neither of these teams ever wins anymore. Good morning to you. Good Friday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Pirates. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into... Football and or hockey. I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Penguins, the other two teams. I cover Cubs 7, Pirates 2, clean sweep for Chicago in Wrigley Field. All three games, that's another three-game losing streak for the Pirates. It fits nicely with the six-game losing streak that the Brewers will take into the game tonight at American Family Field. I'm not gonna lie. you know when you're in this business, you're looking for stories. okay, that's kind of cliched, but it's true. A reporters looking for a story. You're looking for things that are fun. you're looking for things that are interesting that have all kinds of side narratives to them and uh, different things you can research, dig up, get good quotes for this is this is this is trash. you know that game last night was trash i'm gonna waste your time or mine talking about it i thought johan oviedo did a couple of good things to get out a couple situations and i got no use for anything else that occurred not offensively not defensively certainly and again not with the pitching here's what does matter well at least to those of us outside 115 federal i guess the Pirates are 34 and 33, again, just hovering right around 500. The Brewers are a half game back, and am I forgetting? I'm not, yeah, what about the Reds? That's right, they're only a game back. They're only a game under 500, a team that had been left for dead way before the season had even started, that was expected almost universally to be among the worst in all of baseball, 100 losses, 100-plus, 100 whatever it was supposed to be. But they've won five in a row. They've won eight of their last ten. And has anything happened with the Reds that would make? Oh, yeah, that too. They called up their talented young players. What a concept. And they apparently did so with either little or no regard for the super two date ellie de cruz might or might not be the next o'neill cruz they certainly have similarities he might or might not be better or worse than o'neill cruz but he's better than what they had he's a lot better he's exciting 21 years old and they've brought up other guys and they're young too and they're exciting and what do you know They come up, and they in turn bring out the best from the handful of good players that they already had, like a Jonathan India and so forth. And things come together, and there's a cause, and you say, Hey, everyone's here. It's okay to win now. It's okay to prioritize the game that's being played right in front of us. I'm not suggesting the Reds are going to go running off with anything. Certainly not going to sustain this level of winning. They're really legitimately not that good. But they could win the division. They probably should win the division. And the Pirates are going to just stand by, wait as long as they possibly can in the name of the Super 2 baseball gods. And say, you know what? We hadn't expected to win this season, and therefore, it doesn't matter if we do or we don't, because we didn't see it coming. Our internal analytics did not point to us winning, so it's not important that we do. It's important that we do it next year when our analytics said that we'll have much better chance at doing so. If that sounds cynical, it, it shouldn't. Ben Charrington actually said this three weeks ago. Not in exactly those words but he did acknowledge that the pirates were well above what their own internal people had told them they'd be. So they just kind of trudge along... And, and lose, you know, win a couple just to keep their heads above water, but then they'll go and lose some more and they'll beat a really good team. And you'll say, Whoa, there they are. That's them. That's the team that's coming. Everyone get excited. And then they'll go into Wrigley Field and, and get spanked or, or whatever that actually was that the Cubs did to them. It was it 13 infield singles last night or whatever? It's just ridiculous. But it happened. And there's not really much fight or pushback that can come of it because you just don't have the talent at hand. How much are you missing? I don't know. But we'll have a much better idea whenever Charrington and the rest of the front office deign to actually put it out there all at one time. I'll say it again. I just think this stinks. I think this is unfortunate. Because you could have done a lot of different things aiming toward the Pirates heading into Milwaukee and having, it didn't have to be a showdown or anything like that. I think everybody knows these aren't among the better teams in all of baseball. But it could have been something that would have been another notch, another tier, another box that got checked in the progression of this team overall, whether they win this year or the following year or whatever it is. It would have been another stride they don't seem to care about those they really don't that's not a bob nutting thing you're gonna have to take my word for that it's just not i'm not saying that he does but i'm also not saying that he doesn't this is just i i don't know how you can run a sports franchise and not not be not just inwardly but outwardly competitive i just don't get that when we come back j1q this portion of daily shot of pirates is brought to you by our friends at north shore tavern that's directly across federal street from pnc park it's home of steak on a stone and eating experience underscoring the word experience J1Q comes from Ken Boricus who says, DK, I feel like I'm watching the movie Major League where there's a great baseball team but ownership can't allow any kind of winning. You have to keep the team losing and it makes for terrible morale. Am I right? You know, Ken, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know that I've ever watched Major League um, in its entirety. I know that I've seen snippets here or there or uh, clips or gifts or whatever but I'm not really that familiar with the script. I know that there's a there's a woman who owns the team and there's something about a cardboard cutout where they're peeling off some kind of clothes or whatever to symbolize defying her on their way to winning. <laughs> These guys aren't going to do that. This team isn't going to do that. Not where they are. Okay? Not where they are, meaning hovering around 500 you can wake up today in your hotel room in Milwaukee and say to yourself hey we're in first place this is great we're taking on the team that's in second place this is really meaningful nobody thought we-. you can't you, you can't convince yourself of anything more than the math though you just can't because you know not only where your team is you know where the Brewers are Brewers not only lost six in a row, got swept by Oakland. And, yeah, the Pirates lost two of three to Oakland, too. There's nothing that's going to feel like anything's super important to either of these teams tonight. So they're not about to drum up some kind of cause and stick it to management or stick it to ownership or whatever, because they're not exactly proving anybody wrong, at least not on any consistent basis. But if you're drawing parallels with the the management or ownership attitude, it sounds to me like you might be on to something. I understand that there are sound, cogent, and statistically supported arguments in favor of keeping Henry Davis, Andy Rodriguez, and whoever else in the minors or slowing them down. There are also financial benefits to it which legitimately can't be just totally discarded in a league that doesn't have a salary cap. Got to be smart. But it's this generally cavalier, oh, well, this doesn't matter, this doesn't matter, this doesn't matter, feel that you get from both Ben Charrington and Derek Shelton when you're talking about just about winning in 2023. I could do it all day. I could do it later this afternoon in the dugout at American Family Field when Shelton comes out for his pregame session, just like I did in Seattle, and ask him if he's looking at the standings. He says, no, no, they're not there yet. They're not there yet. I could ask Charrington something similar, and he'd give you back something similar. I'm sure that there are people in certain walks of life who can relate to this. They might even be right. But what I don't appreciate and what I don't respect is that it feels like being right about wanting to put this off for another year or punt, as someone once said, seems more important than, well, the game that's being played right in front of them, even when the game that's being played right in front of them is for first freaking place. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Pirates. Again, flying up to Milwaukee. I'll be there to cover the series for DK Pittsburgh Sports. Hope you can check out my written coverage all weekend long, and we'll be back here with another one of these shows on Monday.